Hi, welcome to the fourth episode. I'm your host Noel Woodward and this is For the Love of. For the Love of Adaptations, Normal People by Sally Rooney. For this episode, we dive headfirst into the wondrous, messy, complicated and also relatable world of normal people. From Connell and Marianne's love affair to the impeccable casting decisions and from the magical filming locations to the inspired musical score. There's going to be a bit of everything. And yes, we will be bringing up Connell Shane that's gone viral as well. What in the world was that about? So tune in as we dissect the show, the book and what's next for the characters with two very special guests, Sampada and Swayam. Also, there will be spoilers ahead. So if you haven't seen the show, please turn back now. Watch it, get emotionally battered and bruised and then come here for round 2. Hi guys, welcome to the show. We've got Sampada and Swayam here with us today. Hi, Hi Noel. <laughs> you can say it separately. You can say it separately. <laughs> Hi Noel. You go Sampada. What's up Noel? <laughs> <laughs> all good, all good. I think this is a better way of recording where I can see you guys rather than having yeah. it left to my yeah. imagination. <laughs> Maybe you can do a video version of it. Put out like a video version. Karta hu main. I'll put it up. I'll put it up. So yeah, before we start, we should uh, get an introduction to the both of you. Maybe Swayam, if you could start. Hey Noel, thanks for having us on the show. It's great to be here to kind of discuss and geek out about normal people. Uh, ever since I think the first time you told me about it, I gave it short in the first go because that's how much I trust your taste, and every minute of the show has been really worth it. And speaking about. myself i just want to say i'm i'm an aspiring filmmaker can't say i'm a film director in my own right as of now but i'm still getting there and, and it's great to have a friend like you who i can bounce off ideas with and uh, which means i'm basically consistently striving to create write produce my own short films or any kind of content which in my own capacity which i can reach out to an audience with yeah and uh, I think uh, normal people is something that really intrigued me, and uh, Noel being the one suggesting it, uh, because Noel and I have been friends for a long time. We have actually known each other for a since school and really early in school, and then we kind of lost touch here and there. And then because of the quarantine and lockdown, we've kind of gotten back in touch now, which is great. And I'm uh, thanks to <laughs> that about about uh, that. Thanks to quarantine and lockdown about that. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> no, no, no prep for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. So, Swayam, you were talking about being a filmmaker, and you've just wrapped a show. Could you talk to us about that a little bit? Show, sure, bro. The show that I worked on is called Arya. It's uh, streaming on Disney Plus Hotstar. right now it stars sushmita sen 
in her uh, comeback after 10 years basically that show and the the show that we are talking about here right now normal people normal people is adapted from a book and arya is adapted from a dutch web series but uh, even though they are adapted from two very different things i think adaptation is a study in itself because you know a lot of uh, due credit goes missing for the people who adapt and we kind of oversee how it's not original content but there's so much that goes into an adaptation and uh, as i said it's a big study in itself because you see how put things are put into context and even though we're going to get deeper into it later on the talk uh, of how uh, lenny and hetty kind of deal with the book and kind of bring it to a visual medium but yeah about my show i was an assistant director on that i i really had uh, a really good time work with the most professional and lovely people on the sets of arya i it's an humbling, humbling experience and really grateful to be have have been a part of it yeah and uh, it's kind of been like a film school for me which i kind of got paid for <laughs> so yeah that, that i think that's enough about me i think we can move on to sampadana oh wow <laughs> all right cool i think yeah sampada you can take over awesome um i'm sampada uh professionally i think i've been in advertising and marketing for like 5 years and uh, but during this lockdown i think i have a very different identity <laughs> um i combine two things that i love which is photography and cooking and i think i've been styling a lot of food which is keeping me calm uh Other than that, I think I started I I started something of my own as well, which is called Letters with Love. It is an initiative to get people to share their old letters and new letters, and uh, these are read out by performers and artists. And uh, it's still a work in progress, but the idea is to get people to feel those emotions that we probably wrap up and keep aside, and um, and also just you know sharing strangers' stories. So it's it's just it's all about stories at the end of it which is what excites me uh why normal people is because i was pestered and texted called by all <laughs> yeah. for a week every day and i think uh, he has pestered me to watch a lot of stuff in the past but i think he's never shown as much conviction and i'm glad he did for the normal people but my god the amount of suggestions he you give it's crazy and uh, i think this this was yeah honestly like i have different to do list one is work one is my own and one is like the things that noel has asked me to watch noel's read or uh, listen to and uh, i'm not getting it's a genuine list <laughs> that i have and it's, i never get disappointed so as swayam said so it's always good to have people who share good taste so yeah oh <laughs> both of you gone into that Don't zone try, noel. No, I'm not gonna cry. Don't worry. Nobody can see you cry anyway. It's an audio podcast, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, the voices get accentuated though. You can hear the tear glands. <laughs> so the thing is, what's interesting about what Sampada said was it's true. I mean, a lot of people have kind of because of the lockdown have started exploring different things and aspects about themselves which they couldn't have normally done. Yeah. even this podcast for that matter it, it wouldn't have been possible had i been working at a full capacity no yeah 
so enough of that let's just start with the show i had to go back to the show to prepare my notes for this and i think i've now seen it thrice before we go ahead does um, does anyone want to say anything maybe a brief summary or intro to the show yeah i think oh. i think it's just um, it's just yeah i'll go and then you can go as well and um i think it's just a it's just a love story and the reason why it's uh, so real is because of the intricate details to the characters and i think normal people is just about how um maybe a young couple figures out their lives and as their lives together and separately and how it changes over a period of time i think everybody has gone through that everyone's been a teenager or in school you know just figuring out your own life and also being in relationships so i think that's it's a very real uh, emotion but uh, i think the way it is done in pack is beautifully um made so that's what i think normal people is about my normal <laughs> story about normal people <laughs> sadharan log as sampada said sadharan log yes <laughs> that i i'll i'll swear i'll kill myself if that's the name and it's adapted in india if, if it is at all bana de yaar no sayam bana de tu sadharan people yaar kahan milenge aise actors have you seen them man main don't yeah i don't think you're going to be able to find those actors yeah if anything it can work like technically and stuff but finding those two yeah acting to mushkil hai Yeah there's another point to that I'm jumping from the start till the end I'm just going to say it before I forget yeah, yeah. since you brought it up Go please Have you read the book Has either of you skimmed through it or anything No So no. what I did was I read the book after I watched the show and there's a lot of material that deals with how a particular character thinks you know while yeah. something is happening around them So actually bringing those thoughts to the screen without actually saying them is extremely difficult they've managed it yeah. through facial expressions some knowingly and some unknowingly mm. and in itself if you think about it i think that's the most difficult part of acting not the part that you can you know not the part that you can go and say holding it back exactly yeah that's, that's true. true yeah, yeah. Uh, not the dialogue specifically that's something that can be practiced delivery is something that can be done but stuff that um, yeah. requires an expression to go with an emotion that's extremely difficult and i think uh, the both of them have been able to capture that brilliantly yeah i think even the direction yeah, really. they've used a lot of their expressions more than anything else like a lot of scenes where they're saying dialogues they focus on the faces which are not probably happening so i think it's very important to i think as i think swayam would know how beautifully this has been done you know it's actually they they actually uh, gone into their mind so well i don't know how like mm. there's some soul in it yeah. if you technically yeah. try to break it down it's always there's always going to be interpretations and things that people find meanings in but uh, ultimately mm. it's the 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 job of you know the camera the camera is also a character itself you know you you are the camera in a way yeah. you're watching the yeah, piece okay. to go through it and there are no subplots at all so you there is no where else to like focus like the other shows that we see these days you know there's like so many characters and you kind yeah. of get a relief yeah. from one character you go back to them but this is just i mean overall in all i'm not talking about just one aspect but it's just so well woven in that sense it's just 
Wow, man. <laughs> I get overwhelmed talking about it sometimes. But uh, if I had to put it in words about the two actors, they they have done their own share of theater performances, and I I, I saw that interview you shared with us, Noel, and uh, he's from the some academy, uh, Marianne, the uh, the girl Daisy, and she got actually a casting call some from someone who scouted her there, and uh, then she auditioned for this, and it's obviously a tough journey again because they're actors and. we don't know what they suit but i can't imagine uh, reading this book now without marianne and connell that some magic i must have lost for the book that's true yeah so i think we can start with our first audio track and listen into one of the scenes so here goes marianne yeah something outside caught your attention i suppose so eyes forward okay I wasn't aware my eyeline fell under the jurisdiction of school rules. Here we go. Tried to impress your classmates. They don't look too impressed to me. I'm pretty sure I was just looking out the window. Come on, Sharon. If you're staring out the window daydreaming, then you're not learning, are you, Marianne? Don't delude yourself. I have nothing to learn from you. Okay, in that case, principal's office. Yeah. I might go there. Or I might just head home. It's not really your business what I do, is it? Don't worry, sir. She's a psycho, everybody. Do you want to follow her for me? So that's the first time we are introduced to the characters. Um, from what I recall, the first shot is of Marianne walking through the corridor at school, and you've got the camera. Yeah, I'm a fan. <laughs> Yeah. I love that scene. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shot is actually if I'm not intruding. Uh, no, it's not just at all. Actually that shot reminded me of uh, Gaspar knows enter the world. Yeah. Because it had a different meaning altogether like just in the denotative yeah. sense of it it was the imagery of falling the head in the world reveals with the character as you move into their world. Yeah. And there's just so much subtext to it. I the the film the yeah. film theory in me just kind of gets uh, really you know satisfied somehow but uh, you can you can continue with what you were saying i'm sorry i'm just like an excited fan right now <laughs> no that's fine that's exactly why i've got you on the podcast <laughs> detours are welcome so yeah coming back to the point it's it's kind of like a first person perspective like you said you're almost seeing it as mary and wood and ultimately we are led to the classroom where we introduced to connell as well and straight off the bat uh, you kind of get to know that these characters um, are like these two main characters uh, marian is confident about her ability yeah. at the at the same time she's cocky she's arrogant um, but also a close book not a lot of people seem to like her i think that's accentuated by the camera as it zooms into her yeah and the zoom then you know kind of goes back and kind of focuses on the entire class isolating her from the world around her so she's depicted as an oddball and a bit of a rebel here you know the the main exposition about marian you see you explore marian at the first time you see like she's such a she's such an oddball and nobody likes her you walk you walk with her in that shot you see she's an outcast basically nobody's engaging with her yeah. in that corridor shot in the first shot itself and then when when it's ex- ex- like it's juxtaposed when she's goes going home and then she reaches home and you see she's from a rich wealthy family it's yeah. just it just breaks all the stereotypes of all the teenage shows man like it's 
like yeah. Yeah. everything on on netflix basically shows rich kids are popular and it's just amazing how this is just breaking that stereotype and yeah. i mean you totally relate to her these things are not yeah. something that makes a teenager happy and and i love how they just jump yeah, into the characters there's no like uh, there's no context being built initially they literally just jump right into it and they're like yeah like you know that that's how it, it is and even their first interaction both of them it's so contrasting um how marian yeah. is so constant just walking straight and while he's he's a part of a group he's not an individual like he's a part of the mm. group but he's also a listener in that group if you yeah. notice like he doesn't say a lot yeah, doesn't yeah, have yeah. a lot of opinion at the same time uh, this one uh, marian always has some opinion to share even if it's in a class to the teacher she's fearless no she is in that sense she's fearless because she has nothing to lose basically she doesn't not have like exactly yeah no not she, yeah yeah but then she does have something to lose when the, later on <laughs> that's conan yeah well i mean you guys are naturally progressing through my notes so i don't have to bring these points up at all It's just flowing man it's so amazing. Yeah, I know. I mean it's great. I love this. <laughs> so yeah, we've got these two characters who are very complex, very nuanced. They're very aware of each other and they admire each other a lot as well. So one of the video essays I saw compares uh, this to Romeo and Juliet, uh, two star-crossed lovers who are from different social backgrounds and must hide their relationship from their families. I'm going to play the next track now so let's listen in Hi love Mariam was telling me you got your math results back today uh, just English they come back separately I hear you did very well He did Yeah well Mariam did pretty good too Can we go Didn't realize we were in a rush Just put these away and then we'll be off immediately okay right. Do you want something? Uh, no, thanks. Didn't you get French back today? Yesterday. Got new one. What you get in German? Are you bragging? Mm-hmm. Got new one. Oh, you're going to get 600, are you? You probably will. Ah, well, you're smarter than me, so. Smarter than everyone. Well, you're not top of the class in English. Maybe you should give me grinds, Connell. I think this is the first scene where we get both of them together alone, and you instantly kind of get the sense of um, this palpable chemistry that has a lot to do with the two actors um, as well. we will talk about the two going forward but you instantly yeah. know a little bit about the characters who are competitive uh, but at the same time worlds apart the whole thing about it's a modern romance and then you know it's just such a stark portrayal that is you know in in a linear timeline it's completely linear you know and it's so unpredictable it is uh, you know the thing that i predicted where uh, they meet at trinity later on i'm just going to pick examples from scenes and kind of put my thoughts into it so when they when they, when when he's in, when he goes with his friend and then he he makes her meet marian and then the friend is actually dating marian at the time and she turns and she suddenly this popular popular person and uh, you know there's a transformation you see and from there on i thought i predicted this story is just going to turn tables now 
and now this guy is going to be actually the one who's uh, going to be bullied in a way in this outcast uh, yeah yeah he's going to be in that but that doesn't happen i mean she's she's yeah. still as much uh, you know attracted towards him and they have this scene where she gets drunk and he and she's telling him uh, kiss me right now or something something she says which i i'm not able to to properly recall but the whole idea of drifting away and uh, coming together again and then you know this whole relationship is just so simply in a linear timeline with highs and lows and so effective yet like you said the book being uh, the perfect structure for them to follow i haven't read the book again but then uh, it makes sense because the whole series is also like a 12 part thing and it's not like the standard six six form of six episode which hulu does i think yeah, yeah. It's, it's that hulu format they didn't follow and they just kind of went with uh, each episode being treated like a chapter and uh, and coming back to them now it's just so well rounded that am i out of words right now it's just yeah like you, you know what i'm saying it's just uh, that both of them are just i mean you you want to love like that in your life is what, what I, like you <laughs> want to love a person like that but then uh, it's just so far fetched maybe like some lucky people do find like love like that but uh, let's not get too personal uh, <laughs> that's a <laughs> overdo some for that i think i think sampada will have a really uh, uh, different perspective <laughs> no i i have a very i have a very similar perspective because uh, what you said you know how there are a lot of books that are translated or con- con- like you know converted into a movie one day is a similar by uh, i think one one day is a book as well that was then adapted as a film then i think before sunrise trilogy is also um, like i don't think it's a it? uh, book but it's not from a book but the concept of you know two people having a very real relationship i feel like those mm. two films came to my ha- head like when i watched when i was in school i watched one day and i loved it i went back to it after i was like what is this shit because it it was too much too much mush there was i mean not that i i mean sometimes you enjoy it but like as a as a piece of art it didn't connect as much later on before sunrise was beautiful because it was shot in long shots like there were conversations happening for minutes together and they shot the entire thing together the reason why this is the show stands out is uh, probably because of the slow progression and development in both colin connell and Marianne over the years um it is a it's a growing relationship over the years of people and that's what they've shown uh, Marianne on one hand is a lot more mature who's seen and is aware of the realities of the world while Connell is slightly um i mean he's slightly different in that perspective and uh, yes it is rare to find something like this and in reality also but the reason why this particular chemistry works is um it's it's the fact that they show the constant evolution of people individually and together mm-hmm. so which is what i think uh, i don't think anybody else could have done justice to these characters other than who they have casted yeah when it comes to the cast uh, maybe i'll just introduce the two of them uh, maybe a little background so paul mescal is irish and is a theater artist as well and was part of the great gatsby production I don't think that's out there but if it is I'll share it in the show notes. And as for Daisy Edgar Jones, uh she's a British actor who has who's done an amazing job at channeling her in her in her Irish roots. You can't tell. 
yeah you you can't mm-hmm. tell you can't tell at all that's also uh, i was talking to sampada about this uh, daisy's mom is irish so she's been able to get the accent just right she's also been part of two movies no sorry one pond life and some tv shows as well but do you know paul paul has never acted in a film before yes sorry sorry yeah debut. he hasn't this is debut uh, acting and that and one like can we can we curse on the show sorry yeah, sure go fun. for it <laughs> <laughs> when i was reading up on paul i realized he also went to trinity that's his college he actually studied at trinity so i think that was pretty cool going back they were made for these man that's what i think that, that even yeah like i i think it's going to be a big backfire for uh, dz edgar jones that i'm always going to see her as marianne <laughs> that's a big yeah. backfire unless obviously i'm not dissing her talent and i'll be surprised to see her if she does yeah. justice to something else but it's just uh, she's But always going to be marianne yeah i think i think that's how strong her performance was like for me also it's always going to be marianne more than connell i think Actually, no, Connell as well. They both are just going to be Connell and Marianne. So, Swayam, I think you've got the flow now. You can just segue into talking about Daisy. You can continue gushing about her. Yeah, I, I actually blush yeah. when I talk about her because yeah, and we can see that. I, I mean, you your background is also <laughs> pink, so there's pink all around, especially on your face. My my foreground is pink. My background is pink. My heart is probably <laughs> pink, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so daisy i i actually when you started this idea of let's do a podcast i actually went up to her social media and just trying to find out what kind of a person she is i stalked her a little bit if that's what you want to call it and uh, it turns out that uh, these are people again who are like so self made and the praise is uh, just to their talent and obviously it's a big destiny she landed on this role yeah and but apart from that is just mostly that you know some trusting someone with such a character and being so young at 21 she she's doing this it kind of gives anyone at any 20 year old a complex uh, what yeah. she's achieved already and like i said before she might just backfire for her uh, yeah. that we just see her as marian now in all the things that she does and uh, the yeah. scenes that i really want to like summarize it with is uh the first one where she is drunk and she seducing cornel after they meet after a gap actually let's start from where you see her in school you already talked about how she is an outcast and she has yeah. some really dysfunctional issues at home she's going through that uh, coming of age phase of her life and uh, you know uh, but she's definitely more aware like sampada said she's definitely more aware and she's fearless of how she like you know puts her opinions and thought she's transparent and she's just so honest like you know it it's i think that's what draws conel the most of her because he hasn't seen he's always been in a pretense yeah. he's a, he's he's actually envying her because he's he puts up this pretense around him all the time yeah. and he he's afraid to do things about what other people will think but uh, th- that's kind of subconscious subliminally refueling his uh, inner self that and you know later on when conel says in his therapy that i moved out of town to find like minded people and nothing like that has happened and there is this full heart wrenching scene where he breaks down on a therapist and one of his friends has com- yeah. committed suicide and it's just the the dynamics as they different we all we all have already talked about how they're so different and uh, i mean that's what the missing link you know when someone finds it 
in their life it's just they keep drawing back to each other and you see how much he cares about her when he goes to her italian uh, uh, holiday home and uh, in that europe tour home. and he's so concerned in that whole scene where he hears them fighting and he goes and he holds her back and he doesn't let her do something that she wouldn't do in her right mind and when they later on are in bed and again we'll come to the sex scenes i think they're the most important part of the show is just um and you feel like an intruder in those scenes because you just actually you feel like you're intruding a real life couple you're there and it's just like a little awkward for you you know when when i was watching it i was i had i was completely engrossed in it and then i kind of wanted to like like you said also like in a second watch maybe you'll just kind of be uncomfortable or maybe you just want to like because they're so long yeah it's just like, it just <laughs> it's keeps going on long. ultimately it's it's is as good as, as a dialogue scene because there is so much character in it and i can't imagine how sally is like written this in the book man like she's gone really intimate dude i'm so i really want to read <sighs> the book after this or it won't be the same but still interested Oh, yeah. No, but you know the book does not go this deep. I mean, you can only go up to a certain point. Nothing is yeah. described in the book to that level of detail. Everything that has been done or shown, uh the intimate scenes for example, they've done it on their own. That's the production team, the yeah, yeah. intimacy It's coordinator, well. that's Paul and Daisy. It has nothing to do with the book. Also another thing which you had mentioned earlier, you spoke about a linear progression of the story. That's not how the book has been written. it's uh, it's got a whole different trajectory and kind of goes back and forth between different events in the characters lives really yeah it's not a linear progression it goes back in time it jumps forward it comes back to the present so they've done some some of the stuff in the show they've just touched it yeah. when it comes to the non linear storyline which makes sense you can't really make a show especially of this kind which goes back and forth that would have been a mess yeah So yeah, so I am any last comments on the two actors? No, actually you before actually before you go to the actors since you mentioned that it's been adapted differently from the book now that you've told me about it you see how much of the credit actually goes and you know we actually don't give few credit to someone who's adapting and they think it's not original and and then it's just yeah. the creators Lenny and Hetty have done like what I I mean we can only uh just picture in our heads and they just actually put it out there for the world and they've really stuck to the structure in the sense the essence of it but uh, what they've just added a camera and actors that's how it's come out of the book uh and the camera itself like we can go deeper into it uh, when we come to that but man uh, and again soundtrack of course plays a big role as well Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my no, god. No, no. Hold that thought. Hold it. Hold I'm it. I'm holding yeah. it. Holding it. Holding. You're I not know, going I know. there just now. Holding it. A lot of things I'm <laughs> we'll holding. We come to that. It. Don't worry. I think we can jump to Paul Meskel now. Sampada if you want to talk about him as an actor. Yeah. So, um I think I think you covered most of it. I think he's a 24-year-old theater actor and uh, did his uh, did studies in uh, theater or acting from trinity as well he is irish unlike uh, marian but um, he's this is his debut tv show that he's never done this before which is commendable and uh, to see him talk about it how and it's it's a lot of a lot of things like what we were discussing about the sex scenes and all they're quite young in their age and i think 
Irish, like he he talks about in one of his interviews how it's really um, he had to control his parents saying things because they don't know how to be present in the eyes of um, you know media and all. So I think I think it's it's very uh, heartwarming to see him probably understand this entire uh, fame that has suddenly come with his first first show. And uh, yeah, so lovely performance by him, and I think. Long, long. Uh, I I can't wait to watch him after this all ends and he does something more interesting. I agree with both your points, and uh, like you said earlier, the chemistry between both these actors is outstanding. You can see it. Uh, yeah, you can sense it. You feel it more than you see it. Yeah. I, yeah. Exactly. So when Connell goes over to meet Marianne after the football match, that's when things uh, start heating up. So here's the track. You played well today. Ah, thanks. That's nice, yeah. Can be nice. I know I can. You know, the way you are in school. I don't think you're like that, really. What am I like, really? You can borrow it if you like. Oh, I've actually read it already. I don't know why I picked it up. Any good? Yeah, I liked it. You'd like it actually. It's got a lot about feminism and all that. Do your friends know? Read so much. Yeah, they wouldn't really be interested in all that stuff. You mean they're not interested in the world around them? Not in the same way that we would be, but they have their own interests, I suppose. Right. Like uh, bragging about who they're having sex with. Yeah. They can do a bit of that. I'm not defending it. Doesn't it bother you? Most of it wouldn't. And then they do some stuff that's a bit over the line and that would bother me, obviously. But they're my friends at the end of the day. It's different for you. Why is it different? Yeah. You know, um, you were saying the other day that you like me. By the photocopier, you said it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you mean like as a friend or what? No. Not just as a friend. Yeah, okay, I, I thought that might be implied. I just wasn't sure. <clears throat> See, I'm just a little confused about what I feel. I think uh, it'd be awkward in school if something happened with us. No one would have. Yeah, to. this is the first time. This is the end of episode one, if I'm not wrong. And uh, um, is it? end of episode one. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I think. No, it is. It is. is no, no, no. This is the it is. He's right. first episode time one. Kiss, and uh, this is the last scene yeah. of the first episode. And I think I'm gonna, yeah. what I felt was that this, this scene where they kiss yeah. for the first time is just the same when they kiss for the last time when it's New Year's at, uh, you know, the thing. And, and they kiss then like it's the first time that they're kissing because <laughs> that moment in this moment is actually when it's purely without any, uh, you know, any second thoughts or they, they've stopped caring about, uh, you know, what other people think later on. So that's just my how much I recall of it right now. But their conversation really, I, I actually yeah. heard some bits and pieces of what you played just now. Yeah, I think. What do you think, Sampada? About this scene? About how it ends. Uh, I remember. I remember. I'll add one thing to this. I'll add one thing to this. 
uh, Noel <laughs> Noel uh, just told me about the show and I watched this first episode and then when I told him I'm going to watch more of this uh, and I like I know why you like it so much I am I meant it with a different kind of intent but he told me uh, is it because you think I like it because of the sex scenes uh then then obviously i'm like there has been no sex yet what what sex scene are you talking about <laughs> because there was no sex up to this point but then second episode onward that uh, rather a rather a rather surface level conversation but then <laughs> it's quite nice i like this um i like i mean it builds on their in shared interest in books and literature and then how underconfident uh, Connell is that she actually said those words because he can never probably say that to anybody like on their face that um, he likes someone. So it's that mere disbelief in uh, what he heard. So he's just going back to her and like confronting her that, wait, what did you really mean by that? Did you actually mean that you like me? So I think it's very pure in uh, how they kind of like, but it's it's also the stem of how they want to keep this a secret and how they have a very separate and different lives at work uh, sorry, at Sampada's the, missing at, work uh, <laughs> and uh, you know how you make <laughs> no <laughs> I think it's been a while since I've used the word back in school so I think uh, that's where it's coming from but uh, yeah so I think that's where uh, they kind of understand that they you know how all schools have different kind of tags that you get and different kinds of people that are there and it's kind of um, it's all made up and once you get out of school you realize that that's all bullshit and uh, you know you're different people all together not like a group identity i think that's where that stems from where uh, they kind of want to keep it a secret and not that there's i think could be ashamed of the whole relationship also at the beginning it's a freaky feeling no when you see them uh, like that in school but I, i'm not dissing how indian schools work but i don't know if we have that maturity in you know and depth and uh, maybe it's the writer then it has something to do with irish culture which i read also probably that, yeah uh, and it's just that basically just being introduced it kind of alienated me at first that how come a couple like this is uh, you know so like there is so much depth already in that first episode and the uh, first interactions but that's i mean it has definitely got something to do with the 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 whole atmosphere of ireland and that's how i how, how i think they they have a different context to it yeah otherwise people are like similar all over the place like like the whole human aspect yeah so i think what really got me was um just going back to the point where Connell's pretty popular in school, but at the same time, he's embarrassed and scared of what, you know, what if people find out about him and Marianne? What would people think of them? And also what caught me yeah. off guard in the first episode, you're introduced to Marianne as someone who is very arrogant. Uh, I was surprised to see a sudden shift in her tone mm-hmm. towards the end of the episode. That that threw me off. That also cements Swayam's point of it um, catching you when you expected to show you something else altogether. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Mm. Another thing that's interesting mm. is that when, you know, Connell is so caught up about, about um, everyone else and what other people would think of him and the judgment that follows, 
that by the end of the fourth yeah. episode at the Debs, he gets to know that everyone actually knew about them all along. Yeah. And yeah. no one really cared. That that was so mind-blowing that he had uh, ended his relationship with Marianne over, over nothing. So moving on from that, we can head on to the direction and the cinematography with Lenny Abrahamson and Hetty McDonald leading the charge. So I don't know if you know about or have heard about Frank. I might have mentioned it to you guys at some point. Um, so Lenny has directed that one where Michael Fassbender wears this um, paper mache head and he's a singer in that. I don't know. You must have seen a trailer or something. I'll share it in the show notes. Called Frank? Yeah, it's called Frank. And uh, I'd forgotten that he directed this. Also, he's directed Room with the Brie Larson in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now I remember. Yeah, Two I remember. really good films. So what they've done in the show is interesting. They've kind of split the show. Uh, it feels like two chapters. So you've got the first six episodes with Lenny and the next six directed by Hetty. So I was watching an interview where he speaks about the show being perfectly divided into two parts. So it's yeah. a natural split in the tale. So I have any thoughts on that? I think that's a big challenge, you know, when there's multiple directors on the same thing. There's a lot of shows actually like that coming out now because they need to run two units at the same time and they need to get the schedule done faster and all the logistical aspects of it. But uh, he's he's actually very right about how there's a natural split in the tale because you, you see it very naturally as a viewer because once she's transcending into, Marianne is transcending into this whole spiral of, you know, having no self-worth at all. She's uh, dealing with an abusive boyfriend who's a photographer and there's this whole sequence of, uh, I think from just about before or after that, the whole split in the tale actually begins because they've actually, they've actually come back now. They've uh, been intimate with each other again, but now they they know for sure that, uh, and Marianne has all lost, been betrayed by Cornell again uh, when he tells her that he's been seeing someone. And there's this whole, I think it was the end of episode four where he, end of episode five actually, where he tells her in the kitchen, in the house that he's been seeing someone all this time. Uh, and Marion, Marion feels so betrayed. And then she's totally like, she's, she's totally lost a sense of self-worth and she's kind of giving away to the new boyfriend and just kind of, uh, you know, just to having to fill that void. She's going out with this new guy who her friends Maggie and all are also asking about, but she's always... Uh, telling them yeah he's fine he's okay uh, but she's not really like uh, enjoying the relationship as much or you know having it's not a meaningful relationship basically and that whole photograph like the studio scene where they're shooting pictures uh, and Marion is posing you can see she's not in it actually she's she has no heart or soul in it she's just basically surrendering in a way and just doing what she's being told and uh, in that mental state, meanwhile, Connell is doing well in his relationship with this new girlfriend. Uh, I can't remember the name. I'm so sorry. This is actually because she's a great actor. Yeah, I think it was Helen. But uh, the whole scene, she he's happy now. So he's kind of actually moved on in that small fra- uh, phase in his life. And you see them mm-hmm. kind of, uh, he's, uh, you know, kind of with a new partner and but even like subliminally again, when they then when they walk, when they're walking, and the new girlfriend Helen is asking Cornell about Marianne, and they kind of you know, there's a small conversation that they have right before a bed scene again, like yeah. Cornell and Helen are uh, uh, you know making love. You you there is one shot where you see 
Conan's hand just stretched out to the end of the bed. I think I told told you about this novel before. I saw that shot and it was like he was stretching out his hand and he's not as emotionally involved in that and he doesn't know this yet. He has not realized it yet. But the sex is not the same and that's what they realize and it's actually not just about sex is what a big subtext to it is, you know, ultimately. It's way above uh, the the physical intimacy and you see his hand stretched out and there's a close up just of that shot if you see uh, actually bang on it's it's a very explicit subtextual subtextual shot i think which portrays that both of them in their own uh, ways are not really over each other but because you know this modern age where you have an exposure to so many people and you just like out there globalization has been you know it's a subtext to all of these things where you have so many options just for everything it's not just shopping online or you know buying things it's also about people you have so many of them out there that dating apps are like hot cakes and you can just move on from one person to the other and it's never going to be the same because that connection is rare to find i think that's the split in the tail that coming back to uh, the point where there's a split in the tail is that where they uh, try to move on but again they still haven't realized yeah i mean that's it that is the turning point i think no i think uh, i think that's true it's um it's very cleverly split into two different parts of their lives and um i think i think it's uh, also something that they did I, i mean what we spoke about initially is that each episode is supposed to be an hour long but they decided very cleverly to have 30 minutes each Uh, episode so that they can give it more concentration on uh, what they're talking about and uh, i think i think their relationship with uh, helen was very true because obviously you can't you can't be stuck in the past or you can't be at one point in your life and i think it's just both of them trying to move forward but um, just things happen to have happened such a in such a way that they keep coming back together and uh, it's obviously something in their heads or just you know it's just meant to be probably or something of that sort if i can say it but uh, yeah it's 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 actually a good um, balance of um, how i mean it's not like they're constantly aware of the fact that they want to be together it's also a personal struggle that there are times when they don't want to be together maybe when he's with helen he's honestly with helen at that time and uh, i think it's never as clear at all points if you you know if you want to be with somebody or not and i think that's how the separation is shown it's not always shown that you're longing for something that you had before or else they would have worked it out much before i mean then we wouldn't have had a 12 episode long series it would have ended in like four or five but uh, i think the unawareness initially or in the middle is also what adds to the point where they they take a while to get back together yeah i think if the sex scenes are cut together they'll make six episodes of it <laughs> <laughs> but sampada i actually have to partially disagree with that fact that you know i i know what you're saying when when a person has to move on and he's really with helen at the moment yeah in that moment and later but it takes one turn of event where his friend commits suicide and he just wants to be yeah. alone he doesn't want helen anymore and there's a very yeah, explicit conversation they have in the bed that uh, just leave me alone and what do you expect the funeral to be like you want it to be mm-hmm. funny you want me to introduce you to my friends and everything just goes to 
nil nada when they see each other at the funeral they're embracing each other they don't give a shit about anyone else in that whole that's thing. true they actually yeah. just kind of and they haven't seen each other in so long that they actually felt the the absence when they felt the present uh, presence presence of each other i think yeah. that's uh, that's my point with it but again, yeah that's of course there's yeah i think that that that's is true it. when you come back together i think that's when it they they kind of uh, go back to the thought that they had before i think that's where uh, the that's why it's so unpredictable was. also because yeah yeah it's that's why it's so unpredictable you actually see oh this guy has completely moved on and this girl is now uh, in a hmm. fix and you know but then it's unpredictable that this one event makes him realize that she's not feeling my way then she can't talk to her about it and then when they go yeah. to those video calls oh man what is what a sequence you know like when then they're on <laughs> those video calls it's it's such a modern day uh like i i don't think there's a better way to visualize it than uh, just two lovers in a long distance and they still where she very sleeps all night and he's watching she marian is watching connell on the the video call sleep throughout the night and that was something yeah so i'm just going to step back from the narrative and the characters a bit uh, i'm just going to purely refer to the direction and the cinematography of the show so when we talk about films in general and when we talk about for example let's just take new york as an example so if anyone mentions new york uh, instantly the imagery of the city is conjured up especially for those who haven't yeah. been because of all the films and tv shows that have been filmed there you instantly kind of um, know the character of the city yeah that establishing shot yes yes so i feel uh, at least i haven't seen any other show that captures ireland in all its glory and now yeah. going forward whenever i'll think of ireland i'll be able to associate it with those shots of dublin oh my god the vibrancy and the cheer mm-hmm. essentially yeah. the character of the city that's going to be a reference point for me at least and also the melancholic twang of sligo where they have these beautiful shots of the landscape around guys but uh... Italy. Who's going to talk about that? Like, I want to yeah. take a holiday right after watching that. That yeah. um, that that section where they're cycling around, having an ice cream is just like only two shows till now have uh, really, really tapped up on how the location is genuinely justified by how beautiful it is and how it's shot. Is uh, master of none in this one? Like, I yeah. for weeks I was just longing to go to Italy after watching this show and that one. So it's. It's actually beautifully. I mean, all locations they've done full justice to the space. Hmm. Yeah, and I think Carrickley is a fictional town. It's not really a town where they they belong to. Yeah. And hmm. it's just I I don't know how it sits in the book, but uh, the whole scene where they go to that abandoned house. Yeah. In the second episode, I think. Yeah. Yeah, second. Man, the shots again. The shots. I think it's poetry in itself. I think Susie Lavelle and the other the, the person Kate Mucklow. I think they should just they should just sweep away a lot of awards with this kind of work. You know, it's exceptional and it's the location, the landscape. Of course, they it's something that they're gifted with with that kind of a. And the last time I saw something exploring a landscape so well was Train Spotting. I think because it's again uh, in yeah. the in the. uh in that closer to that uh, those areas and it's just the greenery and the the one shot of uh, cornell running away into distance and the whole pa- backdrop 
I don't remember which episode this is. I'm just getting that image in my head. It just adds a. Uh, it just adds so much visual grammar, and there's obviously a lot of thought gone into it. If you try to break it down, uh, there is always meanings, and sometimes we don't see any subtext to anything, whether it's intended or, or not. But there, it is definitely strongly intended, and as I said before, it plays a character in itself. You know, in my in my own practice of filmmaking, from my experience, if I tell you. i have seen various uh, different styles of shooting uh, a particular subject is approached but uh, i think a process like this probably is it's not traditionally shot uh, like how you know how you would do a master shot and then you would do uh, a frame in and frame out just to get the whole scene on edit uh, you know uh, like a close up for the important performance shots it's actually similarly shot in the current show that i did it's it's, it's called a 360 degree system if i'm if i'm going to unveil it to you now it's it's basically giving the actor so much room to not even feel the camera around them and it's just made to be uh, you know a lot of filmmakers if they had the choice they would shoot without a camera that's a fantasy and it's something that can't be achieved of course technically but uh, that's what happened here i think you don't uh, the, the actors have must have not uh, felt you know a camera around them and they they do a great job at editing how it's uh, you know how you cut away from a very a scene where it crescendo so much and uh, you just cut away from the emotion and you see a, a, a running like that one shot in the bus when they're going uh, connell and marian and they're very uncomfortable and uh, you see marian look out of the window and then you just cut to the sky and uh, it's a crescendo that they break and it i think it's more of an editing call than something that they picked out of a b roll shot or something but uh, i'm just going to give a good good shout out to the series that i worked on right now it's called arya and it's on disney plus hotstar but uh, i'm just mentioning that here because because it's also it's also done the sim- similarly how it's been done to you know heighten the performance more because it's ultimately what you actually receive are on the receiving end of and if the biggest compliment would be for any kind of a direction or or a, or a visual medium would be that you don't really feel the technical aspects of it and just the performance comes out yeah like even when you're mastering your shows noel and and i'm i'm sure you're um, mastering and mixing your sound you make it so seamless that you just don't you don't want your work to be noticed yeah it's, it's a sort of a freaky feeling you know normal people really is a one of kind show that is essential viewing and should be right at the top of your list this episode has been divided into two parts chapter 2 as the week after next we'll be back with sampadan swayam real soon 
To keep up to date with whatever's going on, you can follow us on Instagram at for the love of podcast. You can subscribe to us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts. Reach out with your stories, thoughts, ideas, and write to us at connect at for the love of podcast dot in. Until next time, stay safe. This is for the love of.